0: It's always great to check in with uh, Nora Holder, our hospital CAO, and great to have you back here, Nora.
1: Well, thanks. It's great to be here, John.
0: Uh, Things are always busy at the hospital. Uh, The beauty is you never really run out of uh, of customers, do you?
1: No, actually, we are in business for... For a long time, I believe, (laughs) yes. Uh,
0: It is especially busy week this week. It's Environmental Services Week. How does that impact uh, what you do at the hospital?
1: Oh, Environmental Services are one of the core services that support our hospital. Um, Those individuals who work hard to keep infectious agents at bay and keep our patients and family and visitors and staff safe um, and uh, free from harm.
0: And uh, so you uh, do you just celebrate them this week? How do you highlight that?
1: Well, what we do is, is uh, generally speaking, the manager will have uh, a nice lunch with them. Nice. We'll celebrate. I'll go down and I'll round with them and thank them with, for all that they do. Generally mm. speaking, we try to do that all the time. Right. But it's a special recognition because, uh, you know, keeping keeping the hospital clean is one thing. But keeping it um Safe in terms of disinfecting etc right. is far more It's a important. different
0: level of clean It's a
1: different level absolutely yeah. yes well, so you don't have outbreaks yeah I was just going to say especially coming up you know you have the, the flu it, yep. make sure you wash your hands this morning mm-hmm. uh, but you have all these certain infections that go on and when you have so many individuals that are coming into a hospital having people that are on target with this is very important right and when you have visitors etc yes, washing your hands is the first First line of defense: right. wash your hands when you come in. Wash your hands when you go into a patient's room. You make room it outside. convenient
0: because there's lots of stations as you go into the hospital.
1: Absolutely, that's number one. But also keeping the surfaces, touch surfaces, clean uh, and disinfecting them with the right agents. And we have a lot of expensive equipment in the hospital, so there are different types of disinfecting agents that you can use on different, different types agents, of right. uh, equipment because some of it could actually corrode it. Mm. So there's a lot of knowledge base, and though our workers. Our environmental services team—they're amazing.
0: Absolutely. Well, congrats to them, and I hope they enjoy their environmental services week. Thanks. Uh, we've been talking a lot about uh, the the new hospital build and the plans. It's, but we're still years and years and years away from this. How are you dealing with the fact that we still have for the next at least ten years the same little hospital that we already know is overcrowded?
1: Well, a couple of things that we're doing. Um, we have, um, a couple of, one service right now, the cardio, uh, cardio, cardiac, pardon me, mm-hmm. the cardiac rehab service. Uh, it was provided in our hospital, and part of it was in the rehab services in the basement, and part of it was walking throughout the basement of the hospital. Right. So we partnered with YMCA and also with the Royal Victoria Hospital, as well as the Georgian Bay Family Health Team, uh, and we are now part of a regional cardiac rehab program. Oh. And so these individuals are actually having their rehab in the YMCA locations of Collingwood, and Wasaga Beach okay. with a trained kinesiologist, mm. uh, and as well as an exercise therapist. And so, um, thinking outside the box and saying, you know, a lot of these services could perhaps be provided outside of the hospital. Right. Another thing that we're doing is, is, um, we've engaged in a, we're calling it a redesign in order to be able to sort of meet our strategic goals, our vision, and our mission. We've reorganized some of the services and the departments and we've amalgamated some of them together. Uh, our people for, uh, instance, human resources is now called our people and we have payroll and scheduling and we have a, uh, Uh, um, occupational health uh, and safety uh, coordinator and a few other things. Um, Volunteer services are Mm -hmm. together and they are They are now amalgamated together in one space. My office, we've actually had to cut it in half so that we can have another staff member have another office. uh, And we're looking at other types of services in terms of you know where could we work with other agencies and do they actually need to be within the hospital or could they
0: be without? And I imagine too, as technology changes, and generally technology gets smaller, Mm -hmm. you might access more room in say one x-ray area because the equipment's gotten smaller, you might be able to switch something else in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the things that we look at for sure.
0: Yeah, Healthy Babies, Healthy Families Clinic. This is a popular uh, feature of the hospital.
1: Absolutely. It um, It's under sort of our patient experience uh, strategic pillar. And uh, it's an innovative interprofessional and an interagency pilot project. And it's been funded by the Ministry of Health. And it's a midwife-led Clinic and it's co-located uh, proximal to our obstetrician offices in Collingwood that are just across uh, Hume, and uh, they provide prenatal and postpartum group support, newborn checks, well baby care, breastfeeding and lactation consultant services, as well as home support to bereaved families after a stillbirth. And clinicians who work in the clinic don't replace a patient's family doctor. The clinic's designed to be an integrated interprofessional model. And maximizes the strength of each each clinician's uh, skills and scope. So it's another initiative where uh, we probably will have less visits, return visits, um, postpartum to the hospital. We could have uh, more sort of pre um, prenatal visits occurring in the midwife clinic and not in the right. hospital. So individuals, the outpatient visits will actually occur off-site um, with the midwives. And it's appropriate care by the appropriate provider at the, at the right place. So it'll just be one location, or are the midwives going to you know make house calls, or it's just sort of in one strategic place. Well, the midwives still have their own clinic, but this is more of a healthy babies uh, family one at this clinic, yeah. and it's just focusing a lot on the pre and the postnatal piece. Absolutely, uh, they still will be within the hospital; they'll be uh, attending uh, uh, emergency C sections mm-hmm. and, and things like that. But they are really focused on on a sort of a different milieu, and uh, the ministry is um, providing funding for it and and they're assessing it and we're really, really excited to be part of that pilot.
0: That's fantastic. Uh, diabetes is a growing concern in our community and uh, I know that you guys are working on an education partnership.
1: Yes, we are. Um, we implemented a formal partnership with the uh, Georgian Bay Family Health Team and we can access their educators for all of our admitted patients um, and they've uh, this provides enhanced care uh, and education and, and certified Diabetes educators will provide best practice education to both patients and staff. Um, In for both pre-diabetics and individuals who are diabetics, we have individuals who come into the hospital uh, who have diabetes. It's a chronic disease, and uh, they come in for many other things. And of course, um, you know, when you're ill, um, your diabetes—the risk for it uh, getting a little bit out of control—heightens. Mm-hmm. So having the um, that access for care is really, really important. We need that specialized care. So we're really happy to be working with the FIT.
0: Finally, I want to ask you, you know, the hospital benefits from all levels of government and, and you have to deal with all levels of government <clears throat> when it comes to election time uh, how do you do you get can the hospital get involved in the politics of the day
1: well that 's really interesting. thanks for asking that, John, because we just put out a, a media release over the past couple of weeks we 've received a number of inquiries mm-hmm. regarding issues that are arising during the current municipal election. And the hospital is an apolitical body, and we don't become involved in any election. But what we do focus upon and will continue to focus upon is achieving our vision and mission through obtaining operational funding. As you know, we don't have enough money right Right. now in our base, addressing the multiple space challenges uh, in this current um, sort of building that we have and in our portables maintaining our excellent efficiency ratings, uh, continuing to develop innovative programs like the Healthy Babies, Happy Family Program, and working with the Ministry of Health and Long-Term Care on our redevelopment priorities. You know, we we really... Um, Those are the focus that we need to stay on and to stay focused upon our patients and and the families and the community that we serve. And traditionally, once the municipal elections are complete, we'll continue building upon the current good relations that we have with all of the uh, partnerships we have with the councils in each of the area. Town of Collingwood, Clearview, Town of Wasaga, Town of Blue Mountains and Grey Highlands.
0: Well said, you know, because a lot of people have been thinking, mm-hmm. hey, Nora, come on, who's, who's, we love our hospital, who else loves our hospital, who should we be voting for? You just can't say.
1: No, and you know what? The hospital wishes the best to every candidate running to serve their community.
0: Fantastic. Nora, thank you so much for joining us. If people have any other questions uh, regarding the hospital, regarding some of the things we've talked about, where should they go?
1: Well, they should go to www.cgmh.on.ca.
0: Nora Holder, thank you for joining us on Talk to the Town.
1: Thank you ever so much, John.